We arrived home Friday night, like 11 something p.m. It was Friday night, right? Yeah. From our trip uh, and uh, all in one piece. The smoosh, uh, Ellie did great in the car. She was such a champ in the car. She was so good. And we successfully, because I understand this is a big parenting thing, transitioned her from sleeping in her car seat to sleeping in her crib with very little fuss. I wish that you could have seen what I did to get her in there because Jeff was entertaining the dogs so they wouldn't bark at her. And I threw a blanket over her car seat, took her upstairs, turned the noisemaker, like she had a little portable noisemaker. I turned her room noisemaker on, turned the other one off, carefully undid the car seat straps, took her out of the car seat, immediately put her next to me so she would still feel like balled up or whatever, put her into her crib, silence. It was awesome. Did she cry or fuss at all? No, she didn't even notice. It yeah. was the best. I feel like that's a gold medal performance based on what we know from Katie and from other parents about the about protecting the car seat nap. Yes. Like once that happens. Um, the other thing that was wild about Friday night is in a weird continuing the Freaky Friday switcheroo between Callie and I, uh, I came in and pretty quickly kind of dozed off on the couch and Callie unpacked everything, a lot of stuff and started laundry. I unpacked a hundred percent of my stuff and like 80% of Ellie's and put, you had something in the wash. Yeah. I had laundry going. And I think you even put something in the dryer before we went to actually like got into bed. That is so unlike you. It is such a Jeff Dollar move. Why did you do that? I did it because I just, I knew that you wanted to get some work done the next day. And I had it in my head that that was going to, like, I was going to have a whole day to like put clothes up and get ready or whatever. And when you said you wanted to work, I was like, well, I can just bang it out tonight. And then there won't be anything for me to do tomorrow. And then, so I just got in the zone. Got it done, went to bed at like 2 a.m., but it was done. Yeah, this whole trip has been uh, the uh, Callie and I being 180 degrees from each other. Like, what if parenthood has changed us and made us opposites, but in the opposite way? Like, what if for the rest of your life, you're now a person who unpacks immediately, does laundry late at night? Weird sets up hotel rooms, and I'm a person who's like, let's just live out of the suitcase for three months. Until we need the suitcase for our next trip. Well, the funny thing is, is I don't, I wasn't doing that stuff to make me happy. I was doing it because I know it brings you joy. Good. Well, then you've been trained well. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a fresh new routine. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful to be home. We had such a fun trip, but there is nothing like sleeping in your own bed. That is the truth. 
This week is the last full week that I have before my corporate maternity leave is officially over. And I say corporate maternity leave because I've been working this whole time on our business. But you haven't had to set an alarm. But I have not had to set an alarm in five months. For anything that's not Ellie related. Right. I am so sad and so upset. And I get... We've talked about this before, but at the end of vacations and at the end of like Christmas break or whatever, when I know I have to get back on a routine, I go into this like really, I get really, really down. And I don't know if that's normal or not, but it's just how I've always been. And it doesn't matter what the job is. It doesn't matter whatever. It's kind of just like having to get back into a routine is really hard for me. Combine that with the fact that I'm now a mom and I've spent the past, you know, five months at home with my husband and my baby and I'm just a mess. Like, Thanks thanks for including me on that list. Well, it's true. Mm. Like we have such a sweet little family dynamic right now and I'm so – I never thought that I would be the person that was so upset about going back to work, but I'm so upset about going back to work. Do you think it's – hard? first of all, I did did the sadness hit you? Over the past week, because I feel like up until a few days ago, it was more of a stress slash anxiety thing where you were worried about being able to work on this show every day and work on the behind the scenes stuff and hang out with Ellie, like managing yeah, because the time. Now we're into this is my last Monday not working. This is my last two. You know what I mean? Like there's all these lasts. And that really upsets me. So the, so the emotion, the sadness emotion of it is new. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Could you, um, do you think, because you have such a generous company who gave you five glorious months. Mm-hmm. Is that how many? Four? Yeah. It was five, like almost five. Five, nearly almost five months of maternity leave. Do you think the fact that you've been home so long is making it even more difficult to go back? Yes. Like if it was just a unpaid maternity leave, you were off for six weeks and then you went back and you just um, kind of ripped the Band-Aid off, that would have been easier to... I don't think that it would have been easy at all. I think it would have been harder in different ways because I physically was not ready to go back to work. Like I... Not at the role that I was in anyways where I was on my feet all the time. So it would have been... There's no like more hard or less hard, but I have definitely gotten spoiled with being with you guys and, and establishing because we have a routine now, you know, and we have to uproot. How do like where would someone begin? Because this wasn't even something that was on my radar before Ellie. Right. Mm-hmm. But where would someone begin trying to implement what I assume are more worldly policies because we talked about it a little bit last week or uh like is it canada where everybody gets a whole year off i'm not sure it might be somewhere in europe i know canada gets a lot of time off but people are blown away that you only got five months which i think in the united states is it's insane is very rare very much on the 
maximum. Mm-hmm. Like that's you are very much the exception getting that much. Where does one is it is it like a legal thing? Is it a law that needs to pass? I think is it it's a, political, to be totally honest. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know there were talks about it, remember, and I don't actually know what happened with any of this, but I remember when President Trump came into office, remember his daughter was like, yeah, we're going to, you know, change maternity leave and change things for parents. So I think it's been something that politicians use to say they're going to make changes in the United States. But I can't imagine that in my lifetime we will ever get to what um, I think companies would make policy changes like that before our government would, if yeah. that makes sense. Like there are some companies I had a friend that got nine months off paid maternity leave and it's just her company's policy and they have great stuff in the States. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing and almost unheard of. So hopefully companies will start, you know, I got six weeks added this year. Um, we'll start making changes. Cause I don't, I think us waiting on government to do that is just going to take forever. What we did over the weekend was create a pretty extensive um, schedule or is it a routine? A, a ske- schedule, yeah. Create a schedule so so that Callie can, when she's goes back to work, so we have blocked out time to create this show. We have blocked out time to so, so Callie can work out. We have blocked out time so that we can – uh, so that I can spend time with Ellie. Callie can hang out with, with Ellie. And the reason I got hung up there is like, did we block out time to have dinner? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. We literally did. We blocked out a very specific time to have dinner. And we did that around Ellie's nap schedule so we could have family dinner. Because Jeff and I think it's really important that we scoot her up to the table and that she has dinner with us every night. Um, and I think that's something we're going to implement, you know until she's 18 and not living with us anymore, like mandatory family dinner. Um, But we scheduled everything out, I think because we have to, and it might, I'm hoping it falls into a more natural rhythm, but we keep Ellie on a really tight schedule. So we have to kind of figure out how we can do all of these things. Um, And it's funny because I asked Jeff yesterday, like we made this amazing schedule, perfect down to the minute. And then I looked at Jeff and I'm like, so if I have like a dentist appointment or something, where do I schedule that? You schedule it in 2022. Right. And so that's going to be the interesting thing, like between social things, like where will I find time for social stuff? And then also um, where will I find time for like dentist appointments? But then this goes back. Remember a couple months ago we were talking about what job perk people would want. Mm -hmm. And one of the options that you and I were both like, huh, that's weird. But now it makes sense is folks would want uh, like one day off like every month or every other month or something to to do personal stuff, to have it be a personal day. So like you just automatically know that the last Wednesday of every month, you don't. That's when your doctor's appointment is. So if you got to go to the dentist, if you got to go meet with your accountants if you've you need got a, a haircut yeah, yeah all of that stuff you can just schedule down that day now that you are going back to to work and we're actually putting like pencil to paper to figure out how that's going to work now i get it yeah yeah all this hey parents all the stuff that you said leading up to you know this period of my life suddenly it makes sense <laughs> it I thought, all makes sense up until a couple months ago i thought y'all were crazy now, now 
Well, it's going to be interesting because it could go one of two ways. Either we're going to be stupid efficient, like crazy efficient, yeah. which would be awesome. Yeah. Or we're going to be a total mess. So um, it'll, it'll go one or one or of two ways. I, Cause I think in our, in our life in general, we're more efficient having her around. Cause we have to be, I think we're going, I think it's going to be really efficient. Here's what we need to decide. And what we should decide right now is on a day when it goes sideways, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, like maybe you get stuck late at work. Maybe I've got to go to urgent care because I got a cold or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or uh, Ellie gets an ear infection and decides that napping is not an option. Mm-hmm. Just the stuff that happens in the course of, of life. How, what do we do in order to get back on track? Because in keeping with my new policy of just taking care of business and not like you know, look, I t- the stuff that I talked about, all, all the self-sabotage stuff mm-hmm. that I talked about last week, I could easily use, oh, I got to get caught up. I got to get caught up on the stuff that I didn't get to do on, you know, the day that mm-hmm. I had to go to the dentist for an emergency to get my filling replaced, whatever. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Do we just make a commitment to just blow up that day and restart the next day? I think so. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the more days you fall behind, I think that's the thing with the schedule. Like you, if you can manage to start over the next day, it's kind of like, you know, how people diet like one day. You, you and I are good about being like, oh, we're on Weight Watchers. Oh, there was a bad day. Let's pick it up tomorrow instead of like, well, I blew the whole thing. It's all right. I mean, I'll start. Done. I'll start on the first of April. Yeah. So we just don't do that. So I think we just need to commit to treating each day like it's a new day. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think anybody can do that. Like whatever your goals are, use a new day as a reset and stop putting it off because that's an excuse. You're letting yourself do that. Instead, say, you know what? Yesterday was an off day. Today is a new day. I'm going to commit to my plan again today. And you may do that 75 times, but you'll eventually get the hang of it and create that routine. A calendar is a pretty, if you're a self-sabotaging type of person, a calendar can be your worst enemy because for whatever reason, people only like to start things on the first, Mm -hmm. on a Monday, on the first day of the month, on, you know, the 15th, and whatever it is, like you want to use the calendar as a... At this point on the calendar, I'm going to do this. A refresh, right. And you don't really need to do that. Like you can make, you can wake up the next day and choose to restart or reset. Um, Can I, well, I'm going to say something. I think that you're going to have a little bit of a harder time with this than I am. I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, because I, I get hung up on. First, we have to do this. Then we have to do yeah. this. Then we, yeah. So this will be interesting to see how it goes. Um, well, this is a, going back to the self-sabotage thing from last week and the way I'm going to change. This is like trial by fire. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I do have a challenge for you over the next, um, 
a couple weeks as you head back. Because if you don't know, if you're new to the upside with Callie and Jeff, um, Callie works for uh, a morning news program. So she walks into work at 4 a.m. Yes, I do. My challenge for you, and that's, you know, awfully early, but the benefit is she's also off at noon. She's never home later than lunch. Yeah. So uh, it's a rare day if she's working as late as 1 p.m., mm -hmm. So, which is a great perk, especially for having a baby. Uh, but here's my challenge. I think you need to not touch the snooze button going back to work. I have been thinking about this because you mentioned this to me yesterday, and I think that we can be on the same page with it, but I have an addendum. The snooze button and laying in bed are two totally different things. And hear me out here. My job, I am better at my job because I have to prep someone else in the morning. Yep. Like I have to prep myself because I'm prepping someone else. It's not like when I walk in the door, that's when I start my day. Like my day right. starts long before I walk in the door. Sure. So I liked before I left for maternity leave, waking up, getting on my phone, checking my email, reading the news, preparing my brain for the day. And that kind of like helped me wake up. And then when we were talking about it yesterday, Jeff was like, I think that the gradual wake up method is total BS. But I think I think this I think this is here's my extreme. But my job, the end of that is my job requires me to do prep before I leave the house. So it's either going to be in bed while I'm waking up or waking up even earlier, sitting down in the kitchen and doing it like it has to be done. I think here are two thoughts. Uh, first of all, that's a false statement. Like if it has to be done. You don't have to get up any earlier. You're just changing the order that you do things. What do you mean? Like you don't have to get up earlier in order to sit at the kitchen table and do it. Like if you're if your alarm goes off at three and you read the news. Oh, yeah, for that's 15, true. Okay. Yeah. So um I think this is my hot take on the snooze button. I think that the snooze button is the cause causes as many health issues as like butter and uh you know, gluten and eating meat and all the stuff that people like to point out and go, that causes health issues. I think the snooze button is the enemy of health. You know who we should ask about that? Sanjay Gupta. Yeah. We should have him on at some point and be like, okay, is there any science behind this? Because he would know. He's super into routines, yep. schedules, efficiency, all of that. I wonder what he would have to say about it. So, um, and I did find some some science. I won't go into it now, but it, there are there is science that says that you interrupt that a morning routine is really beneficial. And when you repeatedly use the snooze button, you actually confuse your brain in, as to what stage of sleep that it's in. Which, that makes sense. Which makes it impossible for you to have a morning routine. Mm -hmm. So my challenge for you would be to, the minute your alarm goes off, the I mean, as soon as it goes off, I would get out of bed and I would start your day. Like I would go. And I'm going to argue that starting my day starts with checking email in bed. I, I see. I think, and I, and I don't have the evidence here, but if you give me a day or two, I could look it up. I think that's, I get your job is unique, but I also did a job similar to yours for 20 something years. 
And I'm telling you, there's just something different about getting up, getting out of bed and actually sitting at the table and, and doing that work while you have breakfast. It just starts your day with a different energy. Cause I used to do that. I used to lie in bed and do it. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm going to be sound asleep. I'm going to know. You don't care. I don't know what you're going to be doing. You won't be up for hours. Yeah. I got three more hours of sleep by the time you, <laughs> you do that. But I would just challenge you to, for the first week, maybe the minute your alarm, see if you can set a new routine, get up, brush your teeth, take a shower, whatever, go downstairs and then sit and have like, you know, whatever breakfast or whatever, just mm -hmm. sit, just try it. I think, but that's just my suggestion. I don't know. What do I know? You know, I will take your suggestion into consideration. I'll think about it. I am so excited because my next butcher box that's coming is going to have pork chops in it. Delicious butcher box pork chops that I'm going to cook in my air fryer. I had no idea that was even an option. Can't wait to try it. I'll let you know how it goes. Butcher box delivers quality meat right to your door. I'm telling you the pork chops that I've had from butcher box, some of the best pork chops I've ever prepared. They've also got seafood. They've got chicken and they've got beef. Man, do they have good beef. ButcherBox delivers food right to your door and they help you make mealtime moments feel special year round. So no matter what occasion you're celebrating or if you're just making a nice dinner, it's going to make it so much more special knowing that you've got quality meat going into whatever you're preparing. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of their subscription. But you have to go to ButcherBox.com slash upside. That's ButcherBox.com slash upside. Jeff and I upgraded our sheets and our duvet cover to Brooklinen, and we have never looked back. Not only is our bed super duper comfortable, love getting in it at the end of the day, but it's beautiful too. And you really don't have to redecorate your entire bedroom to make it feel new and more comfortable. And that's exactly what we did when we bought our sheets and our duvet cover from Brooklinen. Brooklinen was started by Rich and Vicky, who tried to find beautiful home essentials that did not cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't find it, they founded Brooklinen as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear, and more. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code UPSIDE to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter the code UPSIDE to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. brooklinen.com, use promo code UPSIDE at checkout. Growing up, cereal was a favorite meal. Whether you were having it for breakfast or having it for a snack, you loved your cereal. Then you become an adult and you realize that a lot of those childhood favorites are also really unhealthy. I got news for you. Magic Spoon has created 
healthier versions of your favorite childhood cereals. When I say healthier, I'm talking about zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, four net grams of carbs, and only 140 calories per serving. Plus, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And now, Magic Spoon delivers to Canada. So if you're one of our Canadian listeners, you can get online to magicspoon.com slash upside to grab a cookies and cream and maple waffle limited edition or create a custom bundle with cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter and cinnamon. Tastes exactly like regular cereal from your childhood, but is super nutritious. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to grab the new limited edition cookies and cream, maple waffle, or create a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Use our code upside when you check out. You'll save $5 off your order. This offer is good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use upside at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. Thank you so much to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode of The Upside. Today's quote of the day is, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. All right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. Number one, any guess on what America's favorite cheese is? American? Nope. Cheddar. Yes. I love cheddar cheese. Uh, 20% of surveyed Americans say that cheddar cheese is number one. Uh, 13% say American is number two. Last place, ricotta, which I can understand. Ricotta is good in stuff, yeah. but like eating it plain is kind of gross. Yeah, totally gross. Uh, do you have any idea what the, um, sticking with, um, the food theme because uh, my first two random things I have to do with food. Here's the second. Uh, the number one food that America, that uh, the number one comfort foods, food, oh, words are hard. <laughs> the number one comfort food of surveyed Americans. Any guesses? Mac and cheese. 100% right. Woohoo! Did you already see that or was that no. just a guess? Total guess because I was thinking, what do I, what is my favorite comfort food? Definitely mac and cheese. Yeah. And there's so many variations you can do on a good mac and cheese. We saw in Philly a restaurant that only serves macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I'm actually a little surprised we didn't eat there, but I was trying to be good. I can't believe we just didn't go back there and get a little something to go. Just to like see. And I said to Jeff, I'm like, that's a pretty ballsy like business thing to only have one thing. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you're not excellent at it, the whole house of cards falls down. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that like the concept of, I was going to say, no, it's not. I was going to say, isn't that like. Chick-fil-A? No. Yeah, because they just have their chicken sandwiches. They have chicken sandwiches. They have chicken tenders. They have salads. Uh, they have the grilled stuff. They have the hot chicken. They have, yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of melted cheese, I haven't even, uh, said, this might be the first time my dad's hearing about this, but uh, he hid lasagna in our car when we were leaving Syracuse and uh, because his neighbor made him a giant. His, giant is too weak a word. Yeah. His, his neighbor is such a good cook and makes all this delicious food. And my dad uh, is the recipient of his 
you know, cooking. Like, so this guy doesn't make like a lasagna for his family. He makes like four lasagnas and passes them out to different neighbors and right. stuff, right? So this entire sheet pan thing, casserole dish of lasagna, brought it over for Callie and and me and dad to have while we were staying there. And it was more than my dad would be able to eat in a in a month. So he gave us some, but didn't tell us about it. And we found it unpacking the car. I'm like, what is this? And it's just a container of lasagna. Well, and it was like a miracle that we even found it because it had like slid under the seat. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were the next person to rent You're that like, car? Why is there a lasagna under our under the seat? That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then my third random thing. What made me think of that? Oh, cheese. We were talking about cheese. Yeah, we got way sidetracked. Uh, and then the third random thing is if you are bored, search the hashtag Corona Cuts, C-R-C-O-R-O-N-A-C-U-T-S, Corona Cuts on Instagram. Um, it currently has over 5,000 posts of people who attempted to cut their own hair during the That's funny. pandemic. Um, so most of them are disastrous and hilarious. And those are my three random things. We have a word to give you for the March of Appreciation. That word today is grape. Text the word grape, G-R-A-P-E, to 800-434-5454, and you will get to pick from our wonderful list of prizes. And I want to go over, is it okay if we go over what's left? Because I feel like we haven't talked about that. Yeah, in the, a while. and um, the grand prize is $999. Because for nine consecutive months, we've been number one on Podcast Magazine's Hot 50 list. So this is not a prize. The 999 bucks is not a prize you can pick. We will just give that away. When you enter to win, we will pick someone at the very end. And that yep. person will win $999. In the meantime, if you win, you get to choose from any of these beautiful prizes. Okay, here's what we have. We have the Barefoot Dreams Blanket, which is oh, so good. A $100 gift card to Born Baby, which is my favorite baby boutique and they have so many cute clothes and it is um online so you can win that you know from anywhere framebridge a hundred dollar gift card a google nest mini your choice of gold or silver hope earrings jeff's favorite electric salt and pepper grinder with his favorite food chopper so if you have someone or you like to cook it is a game changer yeah the um the food chopper thing is probably the number one electric gadget that I use in the kitchen. It's great. It's like a tiny little food processor. Uh, Three-month subscription to Kiwi Co., a Newton Baby original crib mattress, my favorite ring cleaner, the slip silk eye mask, the color of your choice, um, the slip silk pillowcase, which is my favorite thing ever, slumber pod, your choice of the slumber pod, which is for kids, or the slumber pod for pets. So if you travel with your pet and you want them to, you know, have a little blackout room to themselves so they can stay sleeping, that would be for you. A $100 gift card to Third Love, a one-year membership to Thrive Market, um, Viori joggers for men or for women. You can choose which ones you want. And that is what we have left. Once again, the word is grape. All right. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, the rental car that we got from, from Hertz that had the cracked window that I was nervous about held up. 20. Well, spoiler alert is that we didn't die. 
We didn't die. 2,300 miles on the car. Um, I don't think the crack in the windshield got any bigger. Um, the driver's side seatbelt was was sticking the whole time. And so every single time I had to, to buckle my seatbelt in and kind of use two hands to do it, it drove me nuts every time. Yeah. But it was fine. It stayed latched, everything. It was fine. I will say the the customer service experience that I had was so bad that I would be shocked if I ever rented a car from them again. Yeah. Because it makes me nervous about what if there was a real issue? Like what if the windshield did crack and we had to pull over on the side of the highway and call for roadside assistance or what? You know what I right. mean? It was just, bleh, it was just awful. It left such a bad taste in my mouth. And then so many of y'all listening to this sent me the the news story about the guy who's suing Hertz. Do you read about this, Kelly? No. It's a guy was in jail for, I think, five years because he was accused of murder and he was found guilty of killing someone. And his alibi was, I couldn't have killed this person at the time you say I was in this location committing this crime. I was actually at Hertz Rent-A-Car renting a car like they have the paperwork and the footage and his lawyer everybody reached out to Hertz and said can you give us this documentation they never got it never gave it to him three and a half years later they finally responded to it and said oh yeah here's the information you would need he had already been found oh guilty gosh. and spent years in jail because it That's took horrible because it took them years to find the stuff. Now I'm a little torn because I'm like, it wasn't there any other documentation. You know what I mean? Wasn't there like, did his lawyer drop the ball? Well, like, and I'm sure like they have a process they have to go through. Like you've seen it with like a friend who um, had like a stalker or whatever. And to get, they were trying to get from the phone company or the internet company, some yeah. records and they can't just, it's not as simple as just saying, oh yeah, here it is. But you would think that somebody at the company would get a phone call from someone saying like, hey, if, this guy's going to go to jail. If you get accused of something and somebody won't give us the information that could clear your name, I will literally go camp outside the CEO's office until they talk to me. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. What I told you I wouldn't tell you last week until we got home. Now we're home so I can tell you. I thought that we were going to die on our trip. Why would you think that? I don't know, but I was like having all of these weird like final destination in my head. Something bad is going to happen things. And it really freaked me out to the point where I even texted Chrissy and I was like, hey, I'm feeling like something bad is going to happen on this trip. If something happens, just know that I knew it. I literally texted her that. So you wanted bragging rights from beyond the grave. Had yeah, something. pretty much. I mean, you know, and she's like, oh, yeah, that happens when you become a parent. Like you, because I was like, I'm seriously thinking about like, what if we all die on the trip? And she's like, oh, yeah, welcome to parenthood. I will tell you um, that you are a terrible passenger because I could hear you gasp anytime, anywhere hit their brakes anywhere. That's why ever. I close my eyes so much in the car because I'm like, I don't, your driving freaks me out. 
it's not, I'm not a bad driver. It's you, like somebody would break like, like a quarter mile ahead, like the brake lights would start. And before I can even get my foot off the gas, like over to be near the brake, Callie's like, <gasps> and I'm like, I see it. Or the random watch outs, you have gotten better at those. Well, because I used to be like, Jeff, watch out, and it would freak him out. So now I'm just like, put on your brake, look ahead, very calmly, even if we're like about to die. Or you know, what you've gotten better at is you announce what the issue is. Mm -hmm. Like rather than just go, watch out. And then I'm like looking in every direction, <laughs> trying to figure out what it is. Like now you say, this guy's, this guy's not stopping. The guy on my side's not stopping or this guy's get cutting yeah. off, whatever, which makes it a little bit easier. But we, we survived. Hey guys, this is Jesse from Nashville. Um, my boyfriend and I recently did a mini tour of the exes unintentionally. And it felt so good to go to those places with like the love of my life and create new memories than to only have memories of those places with my ex, if that makes sense. It, it was just a really cool, fun experience of creating our own memories in those places instead of memories of our past kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm happy you guys were able to do that and had the opportunity. Okay, have a great weekend. We love Bomba socks in this household. They are super comfortable. I personally love the no-shows and I replaced all of my socks with Bomba socks because I love the way they feel. And one of my favorite features about them is that they don't have the seam in the toe, which is so uncomfortable, especially when you are working out. And I'm working out so much right now. That is not a bother and I love it so much. I also love that they give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. So for every pair of socks that we buy, Bombas donates a pair to people in need and they have worked with so many homeless shelters to give socks to the shelters because it is the number one most requested item, which I never knew before we started working with Bombas. And it is so important that we get socks in the hands of people that need them. The socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, which is a small comfort that is especially important right now. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Nikki from Georgia. I just had to pause um, Thursday's episode when you started mentioning the tan lines from the mask. Um, I work for the post office and I was wearing my mask a little bit more outside last year when all this first happened and I completely had a tan line from the mask. Luckily it wasn't as noticeable as I was worried it was going to be, but yeah, totally had mask tan lines. Okay. Bye. Hi, this is Danny and I definitely contribute to the outrageous popcorn number. I can sit down and eat like, I'm just going to call it a gallon because that's probably close to how big my bowl is of popcorn all by myself. I pop it with an air popper and I put Velveeta cheese on it, melted of course, and my whole family could eat popcorn all day long 
It's delicious. Then the bag of Smart Pop. Don't even get me started. I can eat a whole bag by myself. Bye. Hey, this message is for Jeff. Jeff, it's not that I don't think that people were scared to tell you about the quality of the audio. It's because we know how important it is to you and how much you are a perfectionist when it comes to that. And nobody wanted to ruin your trip. This was like an awesome time for you guys to spend with your dad and introducing uh, Ellie to her or to him. I can't talk. Sorry. And it was just wanting to make sure that you guys had a fantastic time and nothing took away from that. And we all knew it would bother you if you realized the quality wasn't as usual and it was a little subpar. So nobody wanted to say anything because we wanted you to have a fantastic time. It sounds like y'all have, and I'm so glad to hear that. And I'm glad that Ellie got to meet her grampy. I love listening to the stories about that. Y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. Here's my random thing for today. Hey, Steve from Apopka, where are you at? Miss hearing you on the voicemails, bud. Hope you're doing all right. See you later. Bye. Hey, I just want to call with a cute little story and tell you that my two-year-old, she now, when she hears your intro music for the podcast, she immediately says, Callie and Jeff, Callie and Jeff, the upside, and it's the cutest little thing ever. Hey, so I was just listening to the podcast or the the episode that talked about the thunder and lightning. And I'll just say, Elton John put it best, rolling like thunder under the covers. There you go. Okay, love y'all. Bye. You can't be perfect without knowing what imperfect is. You have to experience imperfection at some point to go, now I'm perfect. I would urge anybody listening to really, really look into what their definition of success is because it should be yours not other people's perception and not their definition so a win is always a win when you know what it is to you